the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Lord is speaking to us on be fruitful in the Lord. There is this idea of bearing fruit, and there is also the idea of bringing in fruit. So there is the idea of bearing fruit, and there is the idea of bringing in fruit. Bearing fruit, fruit of repentance, fruit of the Holy Spirit. Now, bearing the fruit of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, is not an end in itself. It's a means to an end. It's a means to an end. The fruit of the Holy Spirit produces, the fruit of the Holy Spirit produces other fruit. Make you fruitful. The fruit of the Holy Spirit produces other fruit. Make you fruitful. The fruit of the Holy Spirit make you fruitful. Let's look at Second Peter 1 and see what that means. Second Peter 1, 8 to 9. 2 Peter 1, 8 to 9. It says, For if these things are yours and are banned, what are these things? In the previous verses, it's talking about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, talking about virtue, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, Brotherly kindness, love, joy, peace. Basically, it's the fruit of the Spirit. Say, if these things are yours, are in you, and are banned. Of course, if you are a Christian, you have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You have the fruit of the Holy Spirit in you. But it says, if these things are in you and are banned, not just in you, but are banned, increase, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful. In the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. What does that mean? If these things are yours and are banned, you will be fruitful. You see, the fruit of the Holy Spirit produces other fruit. Make you fruitful. So if these things are in you, they make you to be what? Fruitful. The fruit make you to be fruitful. You see that? The fruit make you to be fruitful. So it says what? Let's, let's look at it again. For if these things are yours and are banned, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful. Meaning you will be what? Fertile and fruitful. You will be fertile and fruitful. If you have this fruit in you, you will be fruitful. You will be fertile and fruitful. So the fruit of the Holy Spirit produces other fruit, make you fruitful. But if there is anyone who lacks these things, it's a terrible thing. He says, that person is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. Many persons doesn't even remember that he saved. Doesn't remember where he was. The fruit of the Holy Spirit gives you insight for sight, for insight where you're coming from, where you used to be. I used to be an unbeliever. Now I'm a Christian. You have the insight for sight, for hindsight, and for foresight. You have the insight. The fruit of the Holy Spirit gives you insight for sight, for hindsight, and for foresight. Remember he says, anyone that lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness. 
So the fruit of the Holy Spirit gives you insight, foresight, hindsight, and foresight so that you can be fertile. You can be fruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. The fruit of the Holy Spirit will open your eyes to see things. Jesus Christ said, open your eyes to see that the harvest is ripe. Without the fruit of the Holy Spirit, you won't see. Okay, so I said there is the idea of bearing fruit. There is also the idea of bringing in fruit. There is the idea of bringing in fruit. What does that mean? Bringing in fruit means what? Harvest. There is the idea of bringing in fruit, meaning there is the idea of harvest, bringing in harvest. Let's look at Matthew 9, 33 to 35 to 38. Matthew 9, 35 to 38. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogue, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to the disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Wow. Jesus Christ was going everywhere, going everywhere, teaching, preaching, you know, and healing and doing all kinds of things. And many people, multitudes, he had done many, he had ministered to many. And it's like the work is not ending. They just keep coming. They just keep coming. They just keep coming. Now he sees them coming. And it's like, wow, this is, this, is, this is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. How am I going to minister to all of them? He saw the multitudes. They were scattered. They were helpless. They were weary. Because they wanted to see him. They wanted to see him. And they were waiting in line. Waiting in line. Waiting in line. And not enough people to minister to them. He was the only one with his disciples. Not enough laborers. So he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And the first thing he said to them is to pray that the Lord of the harvest will send laborers into his harvest. Now, when we talk about the end time harvest, Christians talk a lot about the end time harvest. What does that mean? I'm sure you know that it doesn't mean uh, a harvest of uh, money, uh, getting, having more money, being more wealthy, you know, being more prosperous, being more rich. No, that's not end time harvest. When the scriptures talk about harvest, it's a harvest of souls, harvest of souls, souls of men. So when Jesus says the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. What is he saying? Jesus is saying that the souls of men are the fruits to be harvested. The souls of men are fruits to be harvested. Jesus identifies himself as a laborer. He identifies himself as a laborer. And he says this is a harvest. This is not plowing and planting. This is a harvest. This is not plowing and planting. It's a harvest. You see, harvest is much easier than plowing and planting. The Lord is not calling us, is not commanding us, asking us to go and plow and plant this fruit. He is the one that works on the fruit. He is the one that prepares the fruit. He is the one that 
plants. He's the one that plows and plants and brings to harvest. Now he calls us to come and harvest what he has already prepared. He is the one that prepares the hearts of men, that gets their hearts ready. And he's just asking us to go and pluck. Go and pluck the fruit. Go and pluck the fruit. The fruits are plentiful, ready to be plucked. There are laborers, though few. The laborers are there, but they are few. Few compared to the work. The laborers are scarce. So there is a lack, a scarcity, a shortage of laborers in the kingdom of God. The same thing is true in society. There are more consumers than laborers. More consumers than laborers. Few people labor. Few people do the hard work. Many want to consume. It is true in the kingdom of God. It is true in society. And Jesus is saying, join the laborers. Join the laborers. That's where the real thing is. If you want what I plan for you, if you want to do my will, join the laborers. I have done the work. I have done the planting and the sowing. Come and harvest. Come and reap. Now let's look at John 4, 34 to 38. Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life. That both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this the saying is true. One sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that which you have not labored. Others have labored, and you enter into their labors. Amen. Wow. This is what Jesus Christ said when the disciples came back with food. I don't know what kind of food they went to get for Jesus. They were all hungry. But Jesus Christ was also hungry. He was tired. So he was waiting for them. And during the time that they were away, a woman of Samaria a particular woman came and met Jesus. Jesus witnessed to her. Jesus talked about the kingdom of God. And at the end of their conversation, this woman was excited. This woman basically received the message that Jesus gave her. You can say accepted the Lord. She was so happy that she ran. She left a water pot and ran towards the city and told everybody what happened to her. She started witnessing. She started talking to people. And the disciples come around and they come around and ask Jesus, eat. You are hungry, eat. And he says to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. It's like I've eaten. So they're wondering and saying, oh, what kind of food has he eaten? And you see the profound statement that Jesus made in verse 34. He says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Wow. May we be able to say the same thing. My food is to do the will of him who sent me. What is the will of him? What's the will of his father who sent him? What's the will of his father who sent him? To save souls. That is the will of his father. That is the will of God. That is the desire of God. Anything God does 
is for that purpose. He does a miracle, it's for that purpose, to save souls. He gives you a new job, it's to save souls. He gives you a new car, it's to save souls. He sends you to college, you finish college, it's for you to save souls. Everything and anything that he does is to save souls. So Jesus Christ says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me. My food, my satisfaction, what satisfies me, what fills me up, what makes me full is to preach, is to witness for God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.